something new on Air LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Royal Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information that we hope will help you to cope while living with low vision. Exercise tips for after lunch. After lunch, it's really helpful to do a little bit of exercise. There are studies that have shown that even 5 to 10 minutes of exercise can really help to control and to regulate your blood sugar, and it also can give you a little bit more adrenaline, a little bit more energy to get you prepared to do some of your work in the afternoon. I'm certain that many of you have experienced the situation when after eating a large meal, you were so tired that you were sluggish and you couldn't concentrate, or you might have even fallen asleep. Well, some of the things that could be very helpful, not only to your health, but also to your vision, is to exercise after you've had your lunch. For most of us, we usually set aside one hour for lunch. But in most cases, we probably find that we would never be eating for an entire hour. Something that could be very helpful to do is to go ahead and try to break up your lunch so that for the first 30 minutes you might go ahead and have your lunch. But after that, use the next 10 to 15 minutes to do some exercising and then you could use the last 10 minutes or so to go ahead and just to relax and let your body recuperate. One of the best types of exercises that you might be able to do after you've had lunch is to simply go for a walk. If you're working or you're at school or you're retired, just a short little walk around the block could be very, very relaxing and very pleasant. If you're going to go ahead and walk, it could also be helpful. Go ahead and walk with a friend or a colleague or a classmate or just a neighbor. There's studies that have shown that as much as 30 minutes of exercise per day could be extremely helpful in lowering your blood pressure, reducing cholesterol, and it could be extremely helpful for people who have diabetes. What we do know is that when the blood sugar goes up and down, sort of like a roller coaster, these particular types of spikes of your blood sugar can actually be very dangerous for your eyes if you have diabetes. So, go for a short walk. Nice thing about these particular types of walks is there's a cumulative effect. In other words, if you were to walk 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon and 10 minutes in the evening that's equivalent that's equivalent to walking for a half an hour I know many people say there's no way I can't exercise for 30 or 40 minutes straight well it doesn't really be something that you have to do just go ahead and break up your exercise to shorter periods of time for some people who have very poor vision and they might work in an area that it's not really possible to go and take a walk, there's a few other types of options that you could do. You might just go ahead and walk in the hallways of your building. I know that some of our staff at our center, they actually do these little laps. We have a conference room and they actually just walk laps in that area while listening to music. Others will do different types of exercises. We have another person who's a yoga instructor, and she actually does some very basic types of yoga exercises. And believe me, these yoga exercises can be very difficult. One of the types of exercise that you can do, and this is something that you better be prepared because it isn't as easy as you think, would be to do a type of a yoga that is very, very popular nowadays, and they call it brain yoga. And basically what you would do is you would stand up, 
and you're going to go ahead and grab your left earlobe with your right index finger and thumb. Then you take your left arm and cross it over and you grab your right earlobe using your index finger and your thumb. And as you're standing this way, it seems sort of funny why you're standing this way, but it really acts to stimulate both the left and the right sides of the brain. Next, you want to go ahead and gently place your tongue on the tip of your roof of your mouth, and then you want to slowly bend down and squat. And as you're slowly squatting, you want to slowly inhale through your nose, and as you then reach the bottom, you then want to go ahead and exhale slowly as you slowly stand up. Now this is something that does actually take some coordination, but there's been many different types of anecdotal studies where people have reported tremendous gains in attention and energy with this. And what you want to first try to do is you really first want to go ahead and see if you're able to do 15 sets of up and down. And you'll notice that it's very difficult to coordinate your breathing such that as you're inhaling, you're going to go ahead and get to your full maximum breath by the time that you get down to the ground. So again, you're going to cross your arms, grab your ears, put your tongue towards the roof of your mouth, and as you're squatting down, you're going to inhale through your nose. And then as you begin to stand up from the squatted position, you then want to exhale through your mouth. And try to do that 15 times. That is something that might take you about one minute to do. What you'll later notice is that you will later find that you're going to be able to synchronize your breathing. And at that point in time, you also then want to concentrate on the way that you're breathing. You want to breathe such that you're expanding your diaphragm, allowing your stomach to actually become bulged outward or larger. This type of diaphragm breathing is very important in the Chinese art of Tai Chi, which is also another particular type of exercise that gives you energy. Now, what you also then find is that within time, you may be able to do this exercise for five minutes. Maybe within a couple of weeks, you'll be up to 10 minutes, and perhaps eventually you could be up to 15 minutes. So these are a few really nice types of exercise that could be very helpful to your health and also your vision and also make you alert and give you more energy. So I hope that this information was helpful to you and I hope that you tune in next week for more Living with Low Vision. For Ayers LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.